0: Hello and welcome to the Football Betting Podcast, your home for tips, insight and discussion on England's top four leagues. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and as ever, I'm joined by my co-host Tom Walker.
1: Hi guys, welcome to the show. Thank you for
0: tuning in as ever. So we've got Premier League action to go through today. There's just a handful of games there. Then we've got a handful of FA Cup quarter-final matches to look through and then Championship League 1 and League 2. A pretty full fixture lists in all of those leagues as usual. So without any further ado, Tom, we'll crack on with the Premier League. We'll go through the four games that we've got here, shall we? Uh, we'll start at the vitality between Bournemouth and West Brom. Bournemouth 17-20, to the draw 5-2 to and the baggies 16-5. to
1: I think, you know, the, the Premier League with just the four games is obviously not as much opportunity as usual. Uh, I think this is probably as good as it gets for me. Bournemouth, although they've not won in the last four games, they did look good against Spurs for a long periods. Uh, obviously, they took the lead as well. and I think anyone against West Brom are, are going to win at the moment.
0: Oh, absolutely. Jack and is going to be there. It's looking like he is. Um... Yeah,
1: I've, I think they're just going to stick with, aren't they? They're, it seems them and Southampton have... Uh, on down alternate routes although yeah. you can argue West Brom have already already changed their manager once but uh yeah southampton really rolling the dice with is it 8 games to go 9 games to go
0: um 8 games to go yeah
1: yeah and west brom kind of does it does it feel like they're accepting their fate or it, are you glad they're not trying to get a, a survival specialist in uh
0: it feels like they're accepting their fate to me yeah
1: do you think the right thing would be to uh, to go and, go and get a survival specialist, pretty much? I don't know, Tony Pulis, for example. <laughs>
0: get him back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is that what the fans want?
0: Well, you don't want to see your team get relegated, do you? With Pardew, they stand zero chance of survival. I'm sure of it, absolutely sure of it. If they take a gamble on somebody, um, I think they've probably left it a bit too late now anyway but um, at least it will give them a slightly higher chance, I think. But then the question is, who would you get in at this stage of the season? Not many managers would want to come into this situation with them being eight points away from safety. And they're probably just going to have eight games in charge of West Brom. They're going to have a relegation on the CV. So it's a bit of a yeah. no-win situation, isn't it?
1: Yeah. It's not really what you want, is it? I mean, I've got some names here. Theoretically, let's say Pardew goes. Yeah. Marco Silva is evens. Michael O'Neill, 5-2. to two. Harry Redknapp, 5-1. to one. Martin O'Neill, 7. Billich, 7. Appleton, 10. Derek McInnes, 12. Carrie Megson, 14. Gary Monk, Mark Hughes, Ronald Koeman, uh, Alan Stubbs. Uh, Ange who oh
0: who yeah.
1: I actually know is the uh, former Australia uh, manager. Chris Wilder, Louis Van Hal Nigel Pearson, the list goes on and on.
0: The only person that I think would probably go and be happy with just an eight-game spell, it doesn't matter if he goes down, is probably Harry Redknapp.
1: Yeah, Harry Redknapp another little another little dance on the yeah. Premier League dance floor. Maybe, maybe Michael Appleton, um he's got West Brom connections. Maybe he'd fancy it. Marcus Silver's linked with Southampton and I I know where I'd rather go Southampton yeah, absolutely. West. Absolutely. Um anyway, um we've got a little bit off off topic but uh back to the game at hand, I think Bournemouth 17-20. I think that's a, a pretty safe uh, home win.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that one as well. Um, we'll move on to Huddersfield against Palace then. Huddersfield 7-4, to 4, the draw 2-1 to 1, and Palace 17-10. to 10. Disappointing for Huddersfield last weekend that they couldn't capitalise on Swansea being down to 10 men for literally almost the entirety of the game. So they'll definitely be seeing that as two points drop there. But they've got a great chance to make amends and get three points at home against a really struggling Palace side who have lost four on the spin now.
1: Yeah, and Huddersfield absolutely battered Swansea 0-0. <laughs> That's kind of <laughs> how I feel. They absolutely mauled them. Uh, some of the stats in that game, 81% possession uh, mm. to eighty. It's like a, 15 shots off target, four <laughs> on target, 12 corners, and then Swansea zero shots, zero corners. Yeah, 10 men. Great point for Swansea. Now the thing is, I'm, I'm going to go for a home win here, and I'll tell you why. Yep. Huddersfield, in my opinion, they'll know if they're going to go down or if they're going to stay up by April the 14th. Right. So, okay. They had a run of five games that are going to define their season. They started off at home, Swansea. Winnable game, Drew. Now they're home to Palace. Away at Newcastle. Away at Brighton. Home to Watford. So there's five games there where they're playing teams all around them. I think the highest place is perhaps Brighton or Watford. Uh, After that, they're away at Chelsea. Home to Everton. Away at City. Home to Arsenal. So this is make or break, and I think Wagner and Huddersfield know it, and I think they're going to throw the kitchen sink at a struggling Palace team, and then um, 7-4, I think Huddersfield will do it, personally.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree with that one, and I think you're probably right, if they're struggling after those next five games, I definitely don't think they're going to get much from those last four. Um, Everton at home, perhaps, but... Not the other three, really. You wouldn't expect that. But, yeah, this game, I think, for me, Huddersfield to beat Palace. Do you worry for Palace? Do you reckon they're going to... Now they're in 18th, they're not looking like a win's going to come anywhere near... Yeah, back in the the bottom three. Yeah.
1: Um, Really struggling for players, for form, for momentum. I think Roy's got enough about him. I think they're going to be okay. Having a look at their kind of final fixtures, Uh, Huddersfield away, Liverpool at home. Bournemouth away, Brighton home, Watford away, Leicester home, Stoke away, West Brom home. So they have a very favourable running, really favourable. Hardest game is not this Saturday, next Saturday away at Liverpool. After that, you can argue... That they could, in theory, win every game. Like every game is winnable. Yeah, and I think Palace will will pick up enough. I think that'll be fine.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. Looking at their fixtures, yeah, definitely. Um, we'll move on then to Stoke against Everton. Stoke are eleven to eight. The draw nine to four, and Everton two to one outsiders for this one. Stoke haven't won in the last six games. Everton finally picked up a win at home to Brighton last weekend. However, I think. Stoke would actually win this game for me 11-8 to 8. Um, Everton have just been so so poor on the road and I'm kind of going off how bad they've been as opposed to how good and outstanding Stoke have been because they've just been okay
1: Yeah Stoke since Lambert's taken over he's lost two games um, one at home to Man City <laughs> no disgrace there um, one away at Bournemouth so you know they're not getting blown away by by anyone. Uh, we've had this argument before, haven't we? Yeah. You, you've you've brought this up before. It's wins you need. Draws are great. Draws are great, but wins are what you need. Um, you'd rather win one and lose one than pick up a couple of draws. You know, two draws. It's it's how it is. And at the minute, I think Stoke. Are going to see this game as a really, really must-win. Absolutely, and I agree with you. It's not, it's not a foregone conclusion, is it? But eleven to eight, I quite fancy Stoke actually.
0: Yeah, Everton have lost their last six games away in a row, so they're really, really poor travellers. Really poor. Um, we did say last week on the podcast how different their home form had been compared to their away form. It, this cannot put a result together away from home whatsoever and I think Stoke will capitalise I really do. I don't think it'll be high scoring and I don't think it'll be entertaining but I think Stoke will squeak out a, a 1-0 possibly 2-1 yeah,
1: yeah, I agree What do you think to Stoke where I, f- I feel like this weekend is obviously all about the bottom Stoke currently 19th, they're a point off Southampton who are occupying the last kind of safety spot, if you Mm. will. Um, What do you think to the Potters? Uh,
0: Looking at their running, they've got a chance. They do have a chance. Um, But like we're saying, they need to actually try and really try and win these games rather than settle for draws. Um, After this Everton game, they're away at Arsenal. Then they've got Tottenham at home. So two back-to-back tough games there. Then they travel to West Ham, which actually... I think you'd rather be playing West Ham away than, than at home at the moment considering how toxic the atmosphere around the London Stadium and the, the club as a whole is. Um, then Burnley, not easy, but they uh, they don't travel as well as they play at home. Liverpool away, tough, then Palace and Swansea. so They've just got to be looking at those games against the teams around them and thinking these have got to be must-win games and then Anything that they get against Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal is a bonus, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, Stoke eight to eleven to be relegated, so kind of in the balance.
0: Yeah, in the balance. Um, I agree.
1: Um, let's move on to Anfield. Um, yeah. Pretty much the only team towards the top end of the table this week. Um, you've got Liverpool at home to Watford. Liverpool. Um, it's a five thirty kickoff live on BT. One to six. The draw six to one. Watford way out there fourteen to one. Tom Pipkin, can you predict anything other than a home win here?
0: No, absolutely not. Um, especially when you consider how poor Watford have been on their travels recently. They've not actually won away since the twenty-fifth of November now, which is a <laughs> a oh. lot of games ago. Jeez, bloody hell! And I think Liverpool will win this pretty comfortably. I don't think it'll be an absolute mauling. I think Watford have looked decent um, recently. I know they lost 3-0 to Arsenal in the last game, but if Deeney hadn't missed a penalty, that could have been a lot closer than it actually was. So I think Liverpool will win this, th- I'd say again, 3-0.
1: History is not with Watford. It really isn't. Their last visit to Anfield, they actually got completely panned 6-1. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's...
0: It's not looking good for Watford. Previously, uh, they
1: lost 2-0, lost 2-0, lost 1-0. You have to go back to the 14th of August, 1999, for Watford's last win at Anfield. They actually won 1-0 that day.
0: Wow. Mental. A long time ago.
1: Not a good not a good stomping ground.
0: Right, so Liverpool to win this one comfortably. Not interested at one to six, but probably worth looking into minus one or minus two on the handicap to get a little bit more value out of this one. Sure. So we'll move on to the FA Cup games now. There's just four games to cover. So we'll start with Swansea against Spurs. That's Saturday at twelve fifteen. Swansea thirteen to two, the draw sixteen to five, and Spurs nine to two. Uh Swansea performed really really well in this competition so far, but I think it's probably gonna be uh, a bridge too far against Spurs.
1: yeah, I agree. I've spoken before about Spurs away in the cup in particular, uh not being great uh they've always needed a replay and they yeah uh, drew away at Rochdale, drew away at Newport, however. This is going to be completely different, I think, because they're not going on some horrible, boggy pitch. Um, they're not the big the big prize. They're going away to a fellow Premier League team. They're unbeaten in the last four visits to the Liberty. Three wins, one draw. Uh, the last two as victories. Yeah, can't see Spurs having a problem here.
0: The only worry really for Tottenham is obviously the injury to Harry Kane. We still don't know the extent of the injury, how bad it is yet. Looking like it could be at least a few weeks out though. Um, but we saw last week, Son stepped up, um, Deli Alli stepped up. They need players like that to step into the rather significant void that, that is left by Kane.
1: Yeah, and um, you know, Lorente. Lorente is... You know he's good for what he does. Uh, move slowly, <laughs> elbows up, <laughs> head, in, head in the air. Um, is he the you know good enough to be like a second string striker for a team supposedly chasing uh, quite a few trophies? Probably not. Um, Pochettino decided to bring Lamella on instead of him away at Bournemouth, and LaMella, Ali, and Son. They kind of formed this. Three. No one really had a position. Sometimes Lamella was central. Sometimes Ali. Sometimes Son. Um, and they just all kind of blended in and it mm. worked really well. Good movement. So uh, yeah, nine to twenty. Do you think that's a good price? Spurs away in the cup. Maybe not sure what the teams may be from these guys. It is quarter final time.
0: Um, yeah, it's not. It's not a. It's not bad. It's not bad.
1: One game from Wembley. But- uh, Carverhouse played pretty much full strength the whole way through hadn't he? so I would hopefully uh, see him do that against us you know them dropping Sissoko or someone like that should still be good enough shouldn't it
0: yeah I think they definitely should be good enough they, re- they really should they really should and considering this is now after they got knocked out of the Champions League by Juventus their only chance of winning any silverware you'd think that Pochettino would play a, a full strength side and really go for the win here. because It is a great opportunity for them. The only other top six clubs left in it are Man United and Chelsea and they're both definitely beatable. We've seen Spurs beat United not that long ago and Chelsea are not anything to be afraid of, are they, this season? So there's a real opportunity here for Spurs to break that little duck and finally win some silverware.
1: Yeah, and there's a big conversation in that Spurs can't be a big team until they've won a trophy so you know this is an opportunity not you know I don't think Pochettino cares too much about doubters but you know it, it may be in the back of his mind that you yeah. know the rest of the country can start seeing Spurs for a bigger club than perhaps they do
0: yeah Um we'll move on then to Old Trafford this is the 7.45 fixture on Saturday and this game Takes on a whole load of new significance after the midweek defeat to Sevilla. So Man United are now knocked out of the Champions League after losing two one at home to Sevilla. Um, this again, like Spurs, is their only chance of silverware now for the season. They're at home to Brighton. They're four to eleven for the win. The draw is fifteen to four, and Brighton are eight to one. I still expect Man United to win this one, but they've really got to. Go for it now. They really, really do because their season could be over in the space of a few days if they don't win this.
1: Yeah, and you know, United um, by all accounts dropped deep, played cautiously, played negatively and Severe capitalised. I hate seeing negative football. I hate the way Mourinho goes about his team. United have spent hundreds and hundreds of millions over the years and they're still not anywhere near where they should be, anywhere near. No. Nope. And Brighton, Brighton, what what an opportunity for them.
0: No, oh, yeah, great opportunity to capitalise on um, the old feeling here around Man United. But um, yeah,
1: and Brighton, you know, until they lost uh, away at Everton, they did go seven games unbeaten, uh, four of which were wins. Um, so you know, Brighton are, are hardly coming into this in. Uh, Really poor form, and it's a free hit for Brighton. Uh, yeah. Survival's the the priority. United, wounded animal. Brighton in good form, just go for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely, great opportunity for them. But I would tip uh, Man United to win this one. But the odds aren't great at four to nah, eleven.
1: I'm not interested at four to eleven. No chance.
0: Uh, we'll go to a game then on Sunday where I am more interested, and that's Wigan at home to Southampton. Wigan are nine to four. The draw is twelve to five, and Southampton are twenty-three to twenty. So they've knocked out Man City. They've knocked out West Ham. They've knocked out Bournemouth. They've knocked out Flyd. <laughs> Can they now knock out Southampton?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, I think there's a real, real huge opportunity. We we touched on the top of the show, didn't we, about Pellegrino, You know. Yeah, um, being out of a job. Do you think that's um, that's fair enough? Do you think that's a good decision?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, they they're not in the relegation zone, but they're not looking good. Um, they just don't win enough games. We said it a lot of times on this show. I think one win in the last sixteen or seventeen matches um, under Pellegrino, and that's yeah. what's cost him. Um, but I do think this game's come at an excellent time for Wigan. Um, there's no guarantee that Southampton will have a manager in place for this game, uh, at least a permanent one, anyway. And I think Wigan can definitely capitalise at really good odds.
1: I just think that Pellegrini just the players weren't playing for him, were they? They no. really weren't, unfortunately, for him, um, for whatever reason. Uh, just as we'll go through, you know, the theoretical West Brom next new manager, there will be one um, at Southampton. Mark Hughes is the favourite at one to six.
0: Wow, really, sh- really short,
1: really short. Marcus Silver four to one. Uh, Slavin Billich Then you go from four to one to eighteen to one. Jeez. Gordon Strachan twenty to one. Graham Potter twenty to one. Kelvin Davis twenty two to one. Bloody hell, <laughs> Southampton. Better Hughie or Silver? Get it? Bloody. <laughs> <hell>. um, <laughs> not the best list, but yeah. Um, no guarantees, even though it's one to six. I'll have a manager in place, um, and yeah, there's no way I'm fancying Southampton away at Wigan right now. No chance.
0: No. Do you think Hughes would be a good appointment if it was? Yeah, to be I him? think Hughes is yep.
1: good. You know, I, I rated Mark Hughes in most of his managerial appointments. Um, let's go back to obviously Wales was a bit of an odd one, uh, but Blackburn did well. Man City did okay. Fulham did well. QPR disaster. Stoke good. Like I, I don't have a problem with Hughes. He has a bit of a stigma around him, but he's not the man to uh, to hire anymore. But I don't, I don't see a problem with him.
0: Yeah, no, no problem. I think just is probably just seen as a little bit uh, steady and unspectacular, isn't he? But I think he'd certainly keep Southampton up, which is what they need right now.
1: God, yeah. Give Southampton offer Southampton. Steady and boring next season in the Premier League. See
0: what they say. I know. Well, it's a case of, um, be careful what you wish for, isn't it? Having sat Claude Puel um, when they finished eighth last season and accused him of being too boring and his style of football to be too negative. Look at them now. So, I'm sure they wouldn't have been in this position. Yeah, it's
1: hilarious. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Um, I have no idea. No idea why. Um, you know, that's that that decision was made. Look at him with Leicester, Poell's really cemented his reputation. Um whilst, you know, Southampton, they've gone the other way, haven't they?
0: Absolutely. Um so Wigan here is the one that we suggest for this one, Profit Chasers, at nine to four, so tasty odds. Um we'll go to the final FA Cup game then, Sunday, four thirty. Leicester at home to Chelsea speaking of Claude Puel uh 23 to 10 for Leicester the draw 12 to 5 and Chelsea the favorites here 23 to 20 um Chelsea are the favorites with the bookies but I'd have this one down as a really really tight contest um I'm going to say full time draw actually here 12 to 5
1: wow yeah um Leicester and Chelsea's well Chelsea are in the Champions League, obviously, uh, we're recording on a Tuesday night and they're due to go away um, to the new Camp, so we'll see what happens there. But um, for Leicester, certainly their only opportunity to win any silverware, um, and I don't, know. I don't think they're going to be a pushover, are
0: they? Absolutely not. No defeats at home in all competitions since uh, the 16th of December for Leicester, so they've got pretty strong home form over the last few months. I think they're going to be a tough test for Chelsea, who haven't been firing on all cylinders recently whatsoever.
1: Yeah, they scored 10 games in a row as well. Um, so we all know they know where the back of their net is.
0: Absolutely. Uh, underlined by four goals last weekend, uh, away way struggling West Brom. So well, would you agree the draw, or do you reckon one of these teams is going to win it in uh, in 90?
1: I would go for Chelsea. I just think they've won their last three games away at Leicester. Um, yeah, I, I just have a feeling. I yeah. just have a feeling. I think Chelsea, uh, they've got a good relationship with the FA Cup. Uh, good history in it. And I just think they'll they'll be the ones to pick up the victory.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, well, that wraps up the FA Cup action. Let's move on to to the championship, shall we? Do you wanna get us started with something that you fancy? It's a pretty tough week.
1: So I am going to start off with the first game. Uh, it's live on Sky. Twelve thirty kickoff. It's a West London derby. It's Fulham and QPR. Uh, Fulham priced at eight to fifteen. That the a team I am interested in, mainly just obviously Fulham have been on fire recently. Mm-hmm. Um, QPR, they did pick up a surprise victory away at Villa, which is exactly what they needed. Since Forest beat them 5-2 um, at home, it was obviously a bit of a turning point. Uh, QPR, they drew at home to Derby, beat Sunderland at home. And then they've gone away at Villa and one, but going away to, to Fulham and asking to repeat the job on an early Saturday kickoff after they played Tuesday, that's a big ask. Yeah. Uh, Fulham, 8-15, to have been on absolute fire. 12 wins in the last 15 games. I don't, I don't know how you can go for anything other than a Fulham win.
0: No, you can't. You you're Spot on when you say QPR got the great result against Villa, because we saw on Saturday, Wolves went to Villa and got panned 4-1. So for QPR to run out 3-1 winners there is a great result. But... They're one of those teams that are very, very inconsistent. Um, and I think Fulham are, like you say, way too good. Sessegnon, Mitrovic are absolutely on fire. Mitrovic is a man reborn. I agree. Going to have way too much. 8-15 to is is a nice price.
1: Yeah, 100%. Uh,
0: another team at the top who I'm also going to tip, but the price is terrible. It's Wolves at home to Burton. It's a Saturday 3 o'clock. Wolves are... Really, really short. I don't think I've seen a championships team so short in a long, long time, actually. They're 2-9, to nine, so nearly 1-5 to five almost, which is really, really tight. Understandably so, though. Burton are still down there. They're scrapping. They're 23rd, but they're only three points away from safety. Um, but I think they're in for a mauling. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, this game is... You know that this game is the complete two. Sorry, this game is the two teams at
0: a complete opposite end of the spectrum, isn't it? It is, really is. You've got Burton and Albion
1: punching above their weight to even be in this country's second tier, uh, playing in front of I don't know how many fans, and you know taking up journeymen, trying to give them an opportunity to to you know prove they're not dead as championship players or they're League One players, giving them an opportunity to play at a higher level for the first time. Um, then you've got Wolves, who are all the Chancellor dealings are dealt with by an international super agent, and <laughs> they signed players for 20 million in the summer. So,
0: yeah,
1: bit of a mismatch, two to nine. Uh, yeah, you you've got to say that Wolves should win that one. Um, I'm going to tip Preston North End. Preston, they're away at Sunderland this week. And
0: yep.
1: Preston, they don't really travel that well. Uh, they're, they're very in and out. Really, what I'm actually going off here is Sunderland's pathetic failings. It's <laughs> nine games since their last victory, they're now bottom of the league. Bottom. I honestly thought Coleman may come in and, and keep them up, but I'm afraid to say it's it's looking like they're going to go. So Preston, although they are in and out, I'm going to go off. How poor Sunderland are. Um, you can get Preston, who, everyone forgets this, they're chasing a playoff spot. Yep. They're four points yep. off, and Middlesbrough and Derby are, are very rocky at the moment, as are Bristol City, who are occupying seventh. It's to play for for Preston, and I think they'll
0: get a victory away at Sunderland. Yeah, I agree. It's really worrying for Sunderland as well that if you're looking at the last four home games, they've conceded two against Ipswich, two against Brentford, three against Middlesbrough, three against Villa. So they've been shipping <laughs> goals for fun at home. <laughs> hell. It doesn't bode well for Sunderland whatsoever, and I think Preston at six to five, like you say, is a, is a decent price. Um, Agreed. I've got one more for the champ. After seeing tonight's results, I'm a little bit more sceptical about tipping this one out. It's Villa away at Bolton at three to four. After the Wolves result, where Villa beat them four-one, I was thinking, yeah, you know, this is a team who are really, really going to make a good hard push for the automatic promotion spots. But after that result to QPR, out of the blue, they now once again find themselves seven points off Cardiff in second place. If they want to have any chance of catching them, they need to win this game. They cannot be throwing away points to to lowly Bolton, who are in 20th position. Um, It's not going to be easy. Bolton are a team that are really going to be scrapping for their lives. They're going to be tough to play against. But Villa's quality should shine through, I think, here.
1: Yeah, should do. You would expect Steve Bruce... But an absolute rocket up Villa, yeah, and um, yeah, you expect them to bounce back. Um, I actually have one more. Um, it's the Sunday 12 o'clock game, it's a big one at the top. Um, it looks like for a long period, um, that Derby may be uh, chasing down Cardiff by the time this fixture came mm-hmm. around, but now there's 11 points between them. Um, at the iPro, Derby County against Cardiff City. Uh, you can get Cardiff at 2-1 to one, um, away at Derby, which is, I think, a very, very tempting price. Derby, they've really, really struggled at home. One win in their last six home games, one win in their last nine. Cardiff, on the other hand, have won seven in a row, including three of their last four away games. I cannot believe they are where they are in the league with the team they have. Um, <laughs> Warnock is just—he's just—he's the, the miracle championship man. God, isn't he? He, he just is. knows what he's doing. He does. Um, and Cardiff, under any other manager, would probably be around the fifteenth mark. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cardiff, for me, he, although Derby, you know, they're going to liven up at some point. They do have a habit, tongue-in-cheek, of bottling it when it comes to playoff time.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, uh, Cardiff, 2-1, to one, I would uh, really fancy that, to be honest.
0: Yep, I'd agree with that one. Um, they've been so impressive, like you say. So, that wraps up the Championship for me. Uh, is that for you as well? Yes, yes, that's it, thanks. Uh, we'll move on to League One then, and I'll kick us off with uh, one of our favourite teams in the league. That's the mighty Plymouth Argyle. And they're at home to Bristol Rovers and they're 5 to 4 this weekend. Now Plymouth have won 6 out of their last 7, just one defeat in their last 16 games. And they're on an absolutely cracking run of form that's seen them go from the relegation zone all the way up into the playoffs. I think they'll definitely get a victory against the Bristol Rovers side who have been <sighs> They've had in different form. They're still in with an outside chance of getting in the playoffs, but I do think Plymouth's quality will be too much for Bristol Rovers. Um, Plymouth at home have actually won seven out of the last eight games, so their home form is really, really strong at the moment.
1: Yeah, club on the up, 100%. I had that one row down as something that I would fancy. I think Bristol Rovers, they've had a good season. Uh, they shouldn't give up on the playoffs just yet as you as you mentioned they're still in the hunt but yeah Green Army for me. I'm looking also at a team that has defied defined the odds and find themselves in a real chance of getting promoted and that is Shrewsbury and it's been a while since we've actually fully tipped Shrewsbury yeah. they've been a little scary um, over the last you know month or so month and a bit. Uh, But they've actually won their last four away games. They've only lost one in their last six. Um, That was a home defeat to Rotherham. Um, But they have beaten Charlton, Fleetwood, Bristol Rovers and Portsmouth in their uh, last few away games. And they're travelling to Scunthorpe. And Scunthorpe are really struggling at the moment. They have not won any games in their last six they did battle to a reputable three-three away at Wigan, but uh, Shrewsbury—they're still in second, and they—they they feel to me like they just have the know-how. Like they, like they, this is going to make you laugh, but like the Juventus know-how. I feel like they're not <laughs> smashing anyone, but they're still there. Yeah, they're nineteen to ten away at a scumfort team, haplessly out of form.
0: Yeah. Uh, I definitely think they'll they're a good shout to win. Great odds as well. Nineteen to ten. Great price.
1: Second in the league. S- second in the league it's still. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have games in hand, but nineteen
0: to ten, really good price. Yep. I've actually only got one more here which I'd be looking at and that's Peterborough away at Oxford. Peterborough are eleven to eight for this one. Since Steve Evans has come in, they've won both their games. Um home to Charlton and then on Tuesday night they sneaked a late, late 90th minute winner away at Bury so that's a good result because Bury are in pretty decent form themselves at the moment I think they're going to get their fourth, fourth win in a row here and continue their charge towards the playoffs against an Oxford side who haven't won in the last five games, still correct me if I'm wrong, but still haven't appointed a permanent manager yet have they?
1: No. Still waiting.
0: So, um, I don't know quite how long they're going to wait for this because the way they're going, they're hurtling towards the the relegation spots. They're only four points away now um, and teams have got games in hand on them as well.
1: Yes, agreed. Oxford are just... They feel like a team, you know, kind of waiting for next season now. They need to wake up a bit because they're not safe just yet. Um, But yeah, I would definitely... Um, go for Peterborough on that one same as you really uh, one I did think about uh, was Rotherham they're away up Northampton but Rotherham they, I think the Beast from the East has killed them off <laughs> because their game got postponed right. um, you remember I had them in my uh, yeah. treble when not a single team um, <laughs> actually played um, so before Beast of the East they uh, actually won seven games in a row. Uh, they came back on Saturday. I had them in my bombproof. We'll get onto that shortly. Uh, they lost one nil at home to Rochdale. They had a great opportunity to uh, amend that away at MK Dons on Tuesday night. They lost three two in that game, which is which is a really poor result. Um, took the lead, went three one down, and got a consolation in the end. Then they're away at Northampton, not pulling up any trees, but they're no mugs. I think that might be a bit of a banana skin.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: League one, done and dusted for me.
0: Yeah, we'll move on to League two then again. It's a pretty tough week in League two, um, actually. I'll kick us off with one that I think definitely should win. That's Accrington at home to Forest Green Rovers. Um, Accrington are priced at 8-11 to to get the win here. Accrington actually find themselves top of the league now. Um, and yeah, with, a, with a game in well, hand as well. Wow,
1: new league leaders um, Yeah, come out of nowhere, really, are not
0: they? Yeah, they had a sticky spell, I think, around the Christmas January period. But since then, I think they didn't win for about... They lost about five games in a row, I think. Then after that, they've just absolutely ploughed on um, and not looked back since. They're, they've won five out of the last six. Really, really strong home form. They're playing a forest green side who have been much, much better at home recently than they have away. Um, They've really pulled themselves away from danger, but all of their victories and points have been coming at home at the new lawn. Um, Away, they've not actually won a game since uh, they beat Swindon in the Football League trophy on the 5th of December. And If you want to look for their last away league win, you've got to go all the way back to the 21st of October. So, they're really, really poor travellers.
1: Yeah, Accrington, for me, are the better the weekend. Uh, not necessarily price-wise, but uh, just a team that I think will win the most.
0: I'll just chuck one more in there. I think Lincoln will win at home to Grimsby. Again, they're the same price as Accrington. They're 8-11. to 11. It's kind of going more off how bad Grimsby have been compared to how good Lincoln have been recently. Grimsby are terrible. They've not won a game since the 9th of December, um, so a long, long time ago. That's 16 games ago. It's so, so poor.
1: Yeah, really poor. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I fully expect Lincoln to uh, get their kind of home form back on track and, and win that one for sure. So um, I don't think there's too much left in League Two, but there is a really big game. Um, It's a local derby, it's Notts in 3rd at home to Mansfield in 5th. I just want to get your thoughts on the
0: game. It's going to be a a good one I think, especially considering what's at stake for these two clubs this season. Um, Notts County currently occupying 3rd, Mansfield currently occupying 5th. Mansfield three points behind Notts County with a game in hand. There's probably not been a derby that's had quite so much riding on it for a long time between these two clubs. Mansfield yeah. do tend to oh. get the better of these derbies. Do you think they could uh, get a victory again? It's tough to call.
1: It is tough. And you're right. These two clubs have not had a lot to shout about, have they, in the last few years? Ooh, I don't know. I think I would go not just because they're at home. It's nothing you want to... Really, truly predict, is it? It's going to be tight. No,
0: it is going to be tight, but uh, best bet probably no bet, but it's sure it's going to be entertaining nonetheless.
1: Yeah, love best bet is no bet. What a great, <laughs> what a great motto of the podcast.
0: Um, let's move on then to recap last week's bomb proof trebles. Then, shall we?
1: The aptly named Hogwarts Express did not live up to its name on the weekend, it started off well. Cardiff beat Birmingham 3-2 at home.
0: Then the, the Hogwarts Express came off the tracks. Plymouth could only draw one all away at Fleetwood.
1: And it was completely derailed by Rotherham, who, who lost inexplicably 1-0 at home to Rochdale.
0: My staycation treble wasn't that much better either. Um, I had Bradford MK Dons postponed before the 3 o'clock's begun, so it turned actually into a bomb-proof double.
1: Uh, Crawley drew one-one at home to Morecambe,
0: uh, and the bit of good news from the, from the double was uh, Blackburn winning three-nil at home to Blackpool.
1: Yeah, so uh, <laughs> not not the best on that one. Uh, no. obviously could have been two out of three, which would have maybe been even more agonising, actually. Um, but yeah, new week, new opportunity. We you know we always look forward. We don't look back. Exactly. Um, and it's time for this week's Bon Proof Treble. So, if you are new to the show, this is the part that we put all of our research, all of our knowledge, all of our opinions into a backable treble that will hopefully yield you some cash for this weekend. Tom P, you can go first this week. I believe I went first
0: last week. We're going to start in the Premier League with Stoke at home to Everton. Stoke got 11-8. to 8. We're gonna to drop to League One for Plymouth, they're five to four, and they're at home to Bristol Rovers. And then we're gonna to drop to League Two for Accrington, they're eight to eleven, and they're at home to Forest Green Rovers. Ten pounds on all of those three pays back ninety-two pounds. Ooh,
1: ninety-two. That's pretty good. I was expecting maybe the seventies.
0: Yeah, nice little return there, ninety two.
1: Yeah, guys, and, and remember that that's the minimum. We're partnered with Quiff, home of supercharged betting. And obviously, these are all based on your minimum returns with Quiff. Um, open an account with them by using the sign up links in either the Twitter bio, uh, the podcast description, or by just contacting us directly. Or we'll give you the link. Um, you, it can be quiffed into the stratosphere, and you can go from £95 to, say, I don't know, £280. Um, it's really actually quite an addictive uh, yeah, <laughs> quite an addictive part of Quiff and
0: Yeah, it really is. If you do sign up for an account, you're highly, highly likely to get Quiffed on your first few bets as well. So if you do, please send us a, a screenshot into social media. We'd like to see what your Quiff Bomb Proof Treble would pay.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um so yeah, great bomb proof there. Uh, I'm going to follow up with my own. I'm going to call it the Tin Pot Treble. <laughs> uh, these three, they may not be the biggest clubs in world football, uh, but they're all hopefully going to do the business for us on Saturday. Uh, ironically, we're starting in the Premier League uh, with Huddersfield Town. Uh, they're at home to Crystal Palace. They are 7-4, to four. Um, again, in the Premier League. We're going to go for Bournemouth at home to West Brom. They're seventeen to twenty, and then we're going to drop down into League One, and we're going to go for Shrewsbury away at Scunthorpe. Nineteen to ten, their price, and ten pounds on pays a hundred and forty-seven.
0: Wow!
1: That's as nice. a minimum, as a minimum with Quiff, obviously could go even higher, but as a minimum, you're going to get a hundred and forty-seven back.
0: That's a big, big return. Obviously, um the Shrewsbury result really, really bumps that one up at nearly two to one. But all teams that definitely should win, really.
1: Yeah, two teams at home in a relegation dogfight in the Premier League, um, and second in the league away at a team that hasn't won in the last six games. Yeah. So it's all there. The theory's there. Um, fingers crossed so guys if you have enjoyed the show we would love to hear from you um, you can stay in touch numerous ways the best way to get in touch with us is through twitter so t underscore fb podcast is our handle uh, we're also on facebook www.facebook.com slash football betting podcast uh, you can email us as well football betting podcast at gmail.com and tom is going to tell you about the website and also how you can really help us out
0: so please do go to the website, guys, www.footballbettingpodcast.co.uk. Uh, we try and get that updated with new content as much as we can. There's new stuff on there at the moment. Um, you can join the forum to discuss your tips and bets with other profit chasers. Um, and you can listen to any old episode of the podcast on there as well. Or get yourself some football-free bets from the football-free bets section. If you would like to help us out as well, the best thing you could probably do for us right now is go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from and rate and review us. We'd really appreciate that and any kind words you could give to help us uh, get further up the rankings.
1: Um, also, let's talk fancy football. The Premier League is kind of back. There's a couple of games this weekend, but let's review what happened last week.
0: Um,
1: Tommy P, how did you do?
0: absolutely i i feel like i'm done with fantasy football mate i'm done i've had a terrible that. week again um i'm back in the relegation zone uh, i'm looking at my team for um next week well for this weekend should i say and i've literally got about four players playing
1: oh jeez
0: cuz the yeah. limited number of games i've got literally nobody playing so I'm going to get even further behind. <laughs> it's
1: it's going to be it's going to be a very 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 low scoring week for mainly everyone. Maybe even Niall McNally, who <laughs> is it's looking inevitable. Sixty nine points now is his lead. Uh, Charlie Donnelly um, in second place. Wine for my men is his team name. <laughs> Don't quite <laughs> know what that means, but. Um, Whatever mate makes me laugh. Um he's up to second. He's stormed. I haven't even mentioned his name, I don't think.
0: No,
1: no. He's just a point ahead of Daniel Atkinson. Um you got Tom Arnold in fourth, Liam Key in fifth, Owain Davis in sixth. Um myself, I think I had just a, a standard Tom Walker week where I was better than Tom Pipkin, but not better than anyone else really. Um forty seven points up to twenty sixth in the league. Yeah, again, same as you, mate. I've probably got, I don't know, maybe five players playing. Something like that. um, Yeah, it's not going to be pretty. I think everyone is going to be chucking, chucking all their eggs in a Liverpool basket.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Um, I really tried to have one last roll of the dice last week. And um, (laughs) I had Mounier as my captain. (laughs) Of course, they're at home to Swansea. when Swansea <laughs> went down to ten men, I was thinking, "Yes, this is going to work brilliantly." But uh, oh,
1: no. Tom. <laughs> oh, Tommy P. No. Bless you, mate. Bless you. Yeah, not not working out for you this year. However, uh, for the person it does work out for, remember we're offering a free bet for whoever wins. Uh, we're offering a free bet uh, for whoever wins. Um, fancy football. And even though there's eight games to go, if you want to be that guy uh, that joins right at the end with the biggest score and takes on the bacon, uh, yeah, we're not going to stop you, really. <laughs> the fantasy football link um, maybe in the podcast description. If it's, then just get at us on social media and we'll uh, we'll give it to you straight away.
0: OK, so I think that wraps up everything for this week's show. Um, you got anything to add, Tommy Walks, or...?
1: no just bring on the weekend
0: yeah definitely hopefully it'll be a good weekend uh, for the bomb proof trebles especially the tin pot treble that'll be anything but tin pot if that comes in that'll be, that'll be lovely um, oh, yeah. but thanks for listening as ever guys and uh, good luck for all your bets for the weekend
1: yeah thank you very much for listening guys take care